Smith from the summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, the core sales training boot camp with Mike Wood and Patrick Conway. Today's topic, role play, how to practice with passion for realtors. All right, welcome to Dr. N- oh, wait, what are we, Dr. Nurse? Just kidding. <laughs> Me, I get him warmed up, he knocks him down, surgical hands, wrong class. Role playing. Oh my gosh, with enthusiasm. Oh, with enthusiasm. <laughs> so, it's 2012, I became a realtor, I go to a lunch with my buddy, and I see another buddy that I used to work with in the building industry. And I go up to him and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm all passionate like I normally am. We're hanging out. And he says, man, I'm working. I was like, where are you working now? I'm working at this builder. I was like, awesome. He's like, well, the builder's going out of business. I was like, oh, that sucks. He's like, but they just fired all their salespeople. They got six specs left. They're going to hire this no-name agent because some development person's running it. They don't know any agents in town. And I probably can get you in the door. And I'm all pumped up. I'm like, dude, get me in the door. So I get all my listing agreements ready on these six orphan specs that they have. And I come in, 6% listing agreements signed up, and I have no idea what I'm doing. It's 2012, so I became a realtor in 2012. I have no idea. I have, like, no prep. I did enough prep to, like, have the listing agreement so idiotically filled out at 6%, which is brilliant, by the way. And I sit down, and I'm like, I know Steve. He told me you got these orphan specs. I'm going to sell them. I get the listing agreements ready. He's like, wow, I like your preparation. This is great. Where do I sign? And I was like, it's that easy. This is awesome. So I get like a little bit, if you, if you know me, I have like a little bit of an ego. So I'm super <laughs> pumped up. I'm in the appointment and I think I'm like the world's greatest salesperson. I'm like one of the first big whales that I ever accidentally got into. I get six specs, orphan specs, 6%. I'm like, I should have been a realtor a long time ago. This is so easy. So I get a little bit egotistical and I call on this bigger builder and I'm like, oh, you don't know who I am? I just got this other builder, Schaefer Homes, like I'm finishing them out. I'd love to meet with you. So I do the same thing. I have a couple specs. I get the agreements ready at 6%. And I sit down with the guy. And he's like, all right, so if we send you a client and they have a home to sell and they say, why should I choose you? Tell me. And I was like, well, I got the, I got, I'm really prepared. And I kind of like fumbled through it. And he's like, okay, so let's say I send you a client and you're listing their house and they get a little bit upset with our process because 200 hands have to come together to build this house. Let's say they get a little bit upset with us. Like, how are you going to handle that? Tell me how you handle that. And I was like, I literally like started sweating. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I have allergies. I'm sorry. It was really pathetic. He asked me like three or four more questions. I had no idea what I was doing. And he basically like, I got laughed out of there. It was pretty pathetic. So the point of my story is sometimes we get lucky and I'd much rather be lucky. Most of my success is based on luck and just a little bit of sheer passion. But if we prepare and practice, like if I would have taken a little bit of time and said, what does the builder want? Is he going to ask me, how am I going to handle this objection? So if I would have practiced and got with the builder, maybe I could have got with the builder that just hired me and said, hey, what would you want me to do? Let's role play. Let's practice a little bit. Like, come on. We don't practice enough, right? How many times have you been called out? Well, I've been called out by Rick a few times and I have to fumble through it. And then he calls me an idiot. And I'm like, I got to go practice a little bit more. So I'm coming up to be a coach. At the time, there's like a competitive three people 
who are all the next realtor to be a coach. At the time, they're like, we're going to make a fancy video. I went over the top for my video. It's one of the coolest videos I ever made. It's awesome. It is. So I'm like, I think I'm a shoe in for this thing. It's, it's greatness. We submit our video. I'm like, I got to be the guy they pick. They're supposed to pick two, maybe the three. So either way, I'm like, as long as I get in the top two, I might become a coach. So they see my video. They're like, oh, for sure there was a shoe in. They all voted. It's unanimous decision, next coach. And I was like, <laughs> the next coach. And then they're like, Mike Wood. Uh, and I was like, what? Boo. I was like, Who, who's Mike Wood? What? So uh, then I got a three grand. <laughs> yeah. Then I got a battle a little bit more. Uh, so I was just about to be a coach. And then I was going through some struggles and I had to battle to really get it. Something I really wanted. And I don't really know Mike that well. And he's the newest coach. And I called him for advice. And I remember I'm sitting outside and it was a specific windy, cold day, which hardly ever happens in San Antonio. And I remember my client, Deidre, single mom, and I'm sitting outside of her house and Mike called me back. And I was like, wait a second, Deidre, I got to take the call. So I'm literally like putting my listing appointment on pause to talk to Mike because he's going to give me some advice on what to do. And he walks me through. I don't know if you remember this. I do not. So he walks me through. He's like, here's what you need to do. He's like, you're going to have to call every coach. And I was like, well, that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm calling you. And he's like, here's what you're going to say. Like, pretend I had like a little bit of fear about some of the lenders that I didn't really know. And he literally is like, so just pretend I'm Scott Foreman right now. And we like kind of had a quick role play. And it was so influential and so instrumental. And then if you didn't know, I actually became a coach. And I really think it was because you helped me and role played a little bit. So I'm super honored to coach my man, Mike, a huge reason why I'm a coach today. So thank you, sir. You got it, brother. Mm -hmm. You got it. Um, Listen, we know the majority of you guys. You guys know how amazing Patrick is, right? Do I need to tell you how amazing he is? Right? Like, honestly, that story, can you guys hear me okay? On that story, he should have been voted as coach. I had more money in the bank, and that's what it came down to ultimately. But his video was absolutely amazing. It was. I sat there and went. Oh, I mean, my video was like, hey, my name's Mike and I'm a coach. And Patrick's was like, would you pay a film crew or something? Something so, like that. When I saw his video, they were like, no, seriously, this is what he submitted. And I went, oh, I'm losing. There's no way. I'm not getting it. So, um, man, how was, how was that opening session with the money, huh? On the giving? I was... Yay. And if ever you see me do this, it's because I'm crying. And um, that's the one thing that the chorus brought me is, is uh, and some of you guys I've coached, I've changed from the ego, right, at the beginning, and the money, to let's make a difference and let's change people's lives. So in the interest of... We went over on time, so our class is going to be a little bit shorter than the normal hour and a half. And we want to honor your time and to be as impactful as possible and handle everything that you expect. I want to maybe touch on what your expectations are. But two, I want to go back to what Patrick said. Preparation is the key to success. It can be your knowledge. It can be um, how charismatic you are. So Rick is not a big fan of me because he doesn't believe I have the technical skills that it takes to be a great salesperson, Rick believes I'm charismatic, right? 
And he thinks, well, and he's probably right to some, to some point. What I have learned is that if you want to, if you want to increase your batting average, if you want to maybe lower your golf score, if you want to get better at whatever it is you do, you practice. And you practice, and you practice, and you practice. Now, Patrick has a wonderful outline that we're going to go through, but if at any point in time you guys have questions about things, I want you to raise your hand and say, hey, you know, how would you handle this? How would you handle this? And we are going to save about 10 minutes at the end um, just to let everybody do that. So we go through in the coaches meeting right before we start on Thursdays or Wednesdays, and Rick goes through one by one. What's the biggest thing in your business? What's the biggest thing? For me, it was RP2 production. Raise your hand if RP2 production might be an issue in, on your team. Yeah? Okay, so fairly a lot of the room. A little overwhelming. Uh, Rick's response was more role play. And, that, and I thought, man, raise your hand if you hate role play. Okay. Guess what we're going to do today? We're going to role play. Yes. So the trick is, honestly, if you want to be prepared, put yourself in the situation. Whether it's mentally and you just kind of run through it. Does anybody? I won't even ask you. Before I start my day, I'm laying in bed. I'm conscious, but I'm not up. I start to run through what my day is going to look like. So I'm going to get to the office at 9 o'clock. I'm going to make my calls at 10. I've got a meeting at 1030, blah, blah, blah. Um, Practice, practice, practice. The more you do it in a safe, comfortable, safe, safe, comfortable environment, the better you get. And I'm going to add one more thing to it before we get into it. The most important thing about role play is not the role play itself. It is the constructive criticism afterwards. I used to, and this this was a tough lesson for me, because I don't like to be told I did something wrong. I want to please everybody. Those of you that know me know this. You also know I'm sarcastic. So if I throw sarcasm out there and you don't get it, raise your hand. Hi, Amber. So, or jokes. So, you have to let whoever is doing the role play with you know that it's a safe space. You're doing it together. And I'd rather practice it here and mess up here than mess up out in the real world. So I did, we did the mega. And I was the third Second speaker. I don't know, but you took my time. I did. I took, <laughs> I took your time, and I got off track, and I got done. And while Patrick's doing his speech, I went over to Kendra, and Kendra, I looked down, and I'm looking for approval. And Kendra goes, no. And I went, I had, they were cracking up. I had them rolling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she goes, no, you didn't give them three tactics. You didn't do this. You turn to comedy, which I do, if I get lost. So I'll, I'll, I'll be like, ah, 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 tell you a joke. Because if I can get you laughing, that's the feedback I get. And I'm like, all right, they're happy. But they're not getting what they wanted. And when she said that, it was just like a dagger. And I went, oh, man, that killed me. Then, two days later, she said, listen, I didn't tell you that to hurt your feelings. I didn't tell you that so that you would go back and and sulk. And I told you that so that next time you're in front of people and you're public speaking, you change and and you get better. So that's if there if there's nothing else that you take from this, we're going to do a bunch of role play and it's going to start in about 45 seconds. 
Number one, it has, everybody involved has to know that we're doing this for, for you and for me to get better. It's a safe space and it's nice that I say, you did a great job with the role play. Boy, I was, I was sold. I was going to list my house with you. You did good. That's one thing. But, but the better thing is, listen, when you used the word me, I really felt that I was left out. So maybe change it to us. And then you go, boom, next time it's us. I'm like, damn, that's it. That's it. So iron sharpens iron. We all help each other. You guys ready? So there's three things that I got. I like heavy tactics because I'm so simple. And really, there's only three things that you can even write down. So everything that Mike just said, I'm going to tell you what to write down. So the one main thing that you have to write down is practice makes perfect. So you write practice makes perfect. And the tactic around that, which the general session has already given you one time per week for role playing with your entire team. One time per week for role playing with your entire team. It has to be an hour. One time per week in the calendar, dedicated, never miss it, mandatory role plays. Based on today's class, we're going to give you like 13 or 14 situational role plays. So you can write all those down and you can just start with the first one and that'll be your first calendar assignment. So you're going to have 14 weeks of role plays and you just focus on that one. So that's the number one tactic. Now, when you're doing the role play, there's two steps after it's completed. Two what, steps. What are those two steps, Patrick? Number one, <laughs> tell them something that they did good. And then the most important is number two. Give them a critical improvement so that they can get better. Michael Jordan took the most buzzer-beating shots, and he made the most buzzer-beating shots, and I guarantee you he practiced situationally the most buzzer-beating shots. Yep. Makes sense? There's a really neat poster that says he made X number, but he took this many. Practice makes at least better, if not perfect. I'm cool. egotistical. I become perfect after enough I love practice. It. No. I love it. All right. How many people struggle with their theme days? All the time struggle with their theme days. I can tell you the number one rule with theme days, just make 30 outbound calls. Three 30-minute time periods per day will help you with your theme days. So, uh, Blake, Mike, y'all got to move to that back table or somewhere where there's a lot of people. Yeah, get up close. My high eye person. Join, that la- join the last table. So, Mondays is what day? VIPs. How many people struggle with a VIP call? Raise your hand. A couple people in the room. I think a VIP is a little bit easier because it's a deep relationship. So the structure of this class is me and Mike will give you an example, and then you guys are going to do it, and then we're going to give each other some constructive criticism. How many people just absolutely get super nervous, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to role play in in front of people? Raise your hand. Keep them high. All right, y'all are going first. Right here, right here. Okay, cool. We got them. So... Mike's my VIP. He's my CPA. Ring, ring. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, come on, man. You got me saved in your phone. You're my number one CPA. I just gave you PT50 in San Antonio as a client. You, come on, you can say, hey, the hey Patrick. In the back you know seat. I pressed yes. All right, you're in the car driving to work. I know. What's what up, up Patrick? How are you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. What's I, uh, you know, uh, I know you have three kids and I think that you're a great dad and I'm struggling right now. And my wife thinks that my twins 
might be a little like they, she just thinks they have like a learning disability or maybe autistic. And it's only because, you know, you were at a birthday party. So they just turned two. And, you know, Vince doesn't really say anything other than mama and dada. And Brody is, I don't know, he's got like 10 words. So she's over the top freaking out. She just had the speech person come to the house and they evaluated Vince and they said he's 72% behind. And it's just, it's messing with me. So as a great father, do you have any advice for me? Well, number one, I, I would certainly pay very close attention to your wife. I mean, keeping her. How is she doing? I mean, man, I don't know. I think that uh, she wants to put him on a plan to have a speech therapist come in one, uh, three times per week. It's going to cost me a grand. So basically what I need, like, I know you're always a huge value for me, and I'm just, like, always asking you stuff. I really appreciate our relationship. So basically I need to put a little bit more pressure on you to give me a better deal on my taxes. I'll tell you what, buddy, I'm I'm not only going to do that, I'm going to show you how you can cut some expenses, Um, alcohol, number one. Oh, God, you know me so well. Jeez. And then number two, by the grace of God, you make enough money that you can afford somebody to come in and take care of your kids. And, I mean, thank God for that. So you're a a blessed man. Whatever your wife needs, whatever your family needs, you have the means for it. Cool? That's, That's what it's all about. Well, I'm doing my Friendsgiving. I know Eric has sent out all the invitations. I want to make sure that you and Summer are coming. Are you coming? Definitely. definitely. Awesome. Miss so it. I'll see you there. Dude, you're just influencing my life as I get worried about hiring all these specialists for the potential events to make sure he's all right. It's going to cost me a lot of money. So, you know, I got to ask you for a favor, man. Yeah, you got it. If you know Anything anybody you that needs to buy or sell, I need you to send me somebody. Better yet, just because it's going to be so expensive this year, before the end of the year, I know we got two months. I know you're super influential. Can you guarantee me one client? I, I can definitely get you somebody that wants to buy or sell. I love you so much. Get permission for me to call him, and I'll take extra special care of him because it's coming from you, man. Will do. I'll make a couple calls today. I'll see you later. Thank you, brother. What are, well, how can I do better? I need, I need one better improvement. That's what we're working on. Come on. Ask more about him. I made it about me telling a story. So my assumption with the VIP in this example is like we're super close, but I definitely could make it more about him. So that makes sense. Yes. Missy. Hugely charismatic. Hugely Speak a little slower. You know, I was raised in Chicago, so I got that fast thing going on. I need to slow down. I'm from San Antonio. I should be able to slow down. Come on. That's crazy. So, yeah, what's up? Uh, concentrate on some value that you can give. To concentrate on value. I want to be a value to him. I'm asking for him for value in this case. But, yes, yeah, nice. I tried to throw it in there because I just referred my CPA like a big account. So, hopefully <laughs> it happens. Pause with some gratitude. Like, after you asked him, after you asked. Pause with gratitude. And give some more gratitude. Being more gratitude, full of gratitude is much better. I think gratitude's right? an essential ingredient across the board. Cool. I'm that, repeating a lot of what y'all say because right we're recorded. So it's on the yeah. recording. Sorry. Yes, sir? Um, is, uh, is there anything I can do for you? In other words, he's, he's yep. doing this. Da, da, da. That's always great with a VIP. Hey, what can I do for you? We're trying to be a value. Ask him right? straight up. What can I do for you? If I can do something for him, then it's a lot easier for me to ask. Obviously, right. I don't care about asking. I'm like... Let me tell you about, you remember the ego thing, right? It's all about me, a little bit about you, and give me a deal. i got to get better, right? More go gratitude. Ahead, I have a question. you got a question. Go. Um, you have a relationship already. What if you're just starting a new relationship? We have a relationship already. What we'll if we're starting there. a relationship? So we'll get, we'll, yeah, we're getting to that. So we're just talking about the VIP. Yeah, so VIP it. would be assumption that we have a great relationship yeah. already. Cool. So we're getting to that. Cool. So now... Y'all at your tables, pair up in twos. If you have an odd number, you can pair up in threes. The person with the shortest hair will be the realtor. The person with the longest hair will be the client. You have one minute to get it done, and then we're going to switch. Go for it.
All right, come on back. Look at you guys. It's like VIP deep relationship. You guys need to get in, get it done, and get out. Anybody have a problem getting out sometimes? It's like my VIP conversation's 25 minutes. Look, three 30-minute time periods for 10 outbound calls. If everybody answers the phone, you got to get in, get it done, get out. How long did mine take? How long did mine take? Not 90 seconds, I think. I don't know. Maybe it was. I'm a little long-winded. Three minutes, maybe. So y'all are taking too long. we got to get in, get it done. So look, hold on how one, many people... Hold on for one second. Okay. I just want to... Just really quickly. His story is real. Okay. How many people heard me talk about that? That's a real a little story. Bit, right? I mean, that's truth. Right? So, that's what's happened in my life. So that's, that was authentic, transparent. He shared pain. We get caught up in the fact that we're teaching a class and, and it's all scripted. And anybody that knows me and Patrick knows me pretty well, I have a really hard time going off scripts. He's and, really mad that I have an outline sitting up there. It's only so we hit the right... <laughs> my partners know that, here's the outline, Mike. I've given it to you five times. And I'm like, uh-huh, cool. And then I just kind of go off on my own. And I do this in real life, too. And I do it in listings. And I do it in buyer presentations. And I do it everywhere. But I have done it enough times that I know how it works and I know how it goes. That was an incredible role play because it was it was real. And the fact that he still didn't do it right. Right. There was all I shouldn't say it that way. There is room, room for, improvement. for improvement and he's open to it. So if your partner was a five out of ten or better, stand up. If they weren't a five, they're less than five. Don't stand up. But if you think five out of ten, they did a really good job. Stand up. Wow. That's awesome. If they were a seven out of ten, stay standing. Sit down. If they were not a seven out of ten. All right. Oh, Look tough. at this. There's some good people in the room. You're actually telling the person next to you where they rated. Eight out of ten. <laughs> stay standing. That? Eight out of ten. Stay standing. Stay standing. If oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Dragon winners and stuff standing up. How about a nine? Is anybody nine? nine? Who's a nine out of ten? Nine. <laughs> Holy cow. Ten out of ten. Give me a ten. Who's a ten? Oh. We'll do Emily. I love it. I know Ryan's a man, but we'll give Emily some love right now. She, Tia's telling me that she's a 10 out of 10. All right. Y'all are doing the role play exactly what you did to Tia. Here you go. Give me the example. All right. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, Tia. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Emily, how are you? I'm great. I'm in Scottsdale. The weather's gorgeous. It made me think of Florida and you, and so I thought I'd call and say hello. Oh, that's so sweet of you. How's your trip? Um, my trip is amazing. I'm here at a real estate training, and I'm learning so much. I love it. Awesome. So uh, what do you got going on after the trip? Uh, going home. Got to start thinking about the holidays. And, you know, my year has been going a little slow, and so I'm calling my referral partners who've sent me business before, and I want to finish the year strong. So if you know anybody I can help, I would really love your support. Oh, absolutely. I'll definitely keep you in the forefront of my mind for any any people looking to buy or sell. Awesome, Tia. You're amazing. I know I can always count on you. So how are you doing with the holidays? Are you and your family? Are you ready or have you started at all? Well, you know, I don't really start until the the week of Christmas. I'll start shopping, put the tree up the night before. So you know, I'm, I'm not there yet. 
Wow, that's impressive. Like, I would be totally stressed out. You're, that's amazing that you can do it at the last minute like that. I'm too much, I'm too neurotic, I think. Cool. Very good. So, like, one thing that I, man, it just makes me feel like I want to talk to Emily, right? It's like, yeah. wow. I wanted to, it just makes me feel the love. Who, who, it's very who good. Was, who was the 10 over There's something that she does. Fuzzy, fact, fuzzy. Fuzzy, fact, fuzzy. So warm and cozy. Fuzzy, fact, fuzzy. I like that. So anytime that she asks, she always comes back around and connects at the end, making sure she ends with a fuzzy. That's her style. It works really well. I I do that when I discipline employees. I come in, I say, Emily, I think you're doing a really good job here and here. I think I need a little bit of improvement over in this area. And this is how I want you to improve. And these are the steps I want you to take. This is where I want you to be. I love the fact that, that you on casual Fridays come in in your, in your boots and your jeans. I think it gets everybody excited. I love having you here. If you can just work on those things, it'd be great. What was the role play over here? What was 10? They said McKee was a 10. We can give him the mic. Valedictorian over here. All right, do it. Hang on, let me get in a better position because we're recorded here. Get really close to each other like you'd like it. It's easier for me. <laughs> right, ring, ring. Yes. Hey, Ryan, it's Greg. Hey, Greg, how you doing, buddy? Hey, doing fantastic, man. Awesome. Hey, happy Monday, brother. I know you always have fun over the weekend. Hey, what'd you guys do this weekend? Oh, man, we went to the Heat game, and Jimmy Butler, he's scoring like D-Wade. I love him. No way. Awesome. Hey, you got that new jersey yet? Uh, you haven't sent it to me yet. Awesome. Hey, you know what? I like the way you think. You know how I work. So look in the mail. It's probably on its way. Awesome, man. Hey, you know, awesome. Uh, I love that you guys are so involved with the community and the heat. You know, I always love watching that. You guys post so much on Instagram. I always show my wife. We always get a good, you know, I love to see all that. So, hey, by the way, how is your wife doing? She's doing good, man. She's, uh, you know, running around with the kids and taking care of them while I'm out doing taxes and stuff. So it's great. Awesome. And you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, you know, I know that last time we spoke, you had mentioned some, having some trouble with your uh, the taxes. Um, did you ever find that guy that was able to help you or do you need somebody still? You know, I might need somebody, Ryan, so I might need to count on you. Awesome. I'll tell you what, I'm going to get on that immediately. I'm going to have my assistant, Christy, send you that over. And if it's okay, I'm going to follow up with you tomorrow just to make sure everything gets smoothed out. I always want to make sure we take good care of you. Does that sound okay? Sounds great, man. Awesome. Hey, what else do you need? Hey, actually, um, yeah, man, I, I would just love to maybe, uh, you know, connect with you sometime. Maybe, um, you know, the way we uh, we connected last month was awesome. You know, it was really great to hear everything that was going on in your life. So that'd be awesome. Awesome. Hey, you know what? I love it. I always love that you make time for me as well, too. It's very important to me. You as one of my VIPs, you know, I, I always know I try to explain it. I just hope you understand the magnitude of how much impact you have in my life. So thank you for being a part of that. But the other thing as well is, did you get our invitation for the next uh, Christmas event that's coming up? I did, man. Sweet. Hey, I can't wait to see you there. Um, please tell your wife that we said, you know, we always appreciate her. Um, last thing for me also is, you know, I always ask you this, um, but you are just so amazing in how you always provide for us as well. Hey, do you know anybody else that's looking to buy or sell before the end of this year? Boom. <laughs> Very Al good Columbo. job. <laughs> Al Colombo walking out the door like, hold on for a second. You know, you're an amazing guy. Can I count on you? Of course you can. Would, would you be able to send me one person in the next two weeks that wants to buy or sell a home? I think so. I'll do my best. You are amazing. Cool. That's, I mean, the funny thing is, is that the ask comes off as, as uh, we, we typically think of it as, oh, I don't want to do that. 
you know, and, and I'm the worst at it because I'm charismatic and I, I figure that the experience itself is fine. Was it tough at the it end? Good. Was it tough at the end for you to circle back around to the ask? Yeah. It was, right? Yeah. So look, y'all rate those a 10. I gave them a 6. I just think that that could be way better. It could be way better. You could be way better. It was very good. But it's a 6. And for, for you guys to say, oh my God, they were a 10, like, you just don't really practice that much. If you practice a lot more, you're going to be super fine-tuned like you're Rick Ruby on stage and anything you throw at them, boom, that's a 10. Those were good, but that's not a 10. That's why we're here in the class, right? Well, and, and Patrick's nailing it right there. It is more that we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. So if Patrick and I do the role play and I stand up and say he was the least of five, he's a six. I got you. He's a seven. <laughs> he's a ten. This guy's a ten. He's not a ten. We just, I just don't want to, I don't want to break him down. I want to hurt his feelings. So that this is the essence of coaching. Coaching is, this is not about who you are as a person. This is about how you performed this task. Now the task is simply a conversation. It has a goal. <clears throat> it has, you are either working on Building a, a building rapport where we got initial contact, we've got rapport, we've got close, we've got follow up. Correct. So we're doing one of those things. So four aspects of a sale. You can write that day. down if you don't know. Number one, initial contact. Lots of initial contact. Number two, build rapport, which we're all great salespeople. We don't really need too much work on that. That's why our VIP calls last 22 minutes per call. Number three is close, which is the hardest, which we hardly ever ask. And then I like Ryan. I know that he's the most detailed machine, one of the best students I've ever coached. When he says, hey, I'm going to send you that D-Wade jersey. Hey, I'm going to make sure that you get that tax person. I know that he's got that, and he will definitely call Greg and say, hey, it's the next day. Did you get that stuff? Yeah, I so love that. So the follow-up I mean, is huge. The yes. reason for the follow-up. That was, All right. That how many people awesome. struggle with current client calls? Oh, every yeah. single Come Tuesday on. you make the current client calls. Every Tuesday, raise your hand. I cannot raise my hand. Y'all are lying. Every Tuesday? No, Amber's, Every Tuesday. Amber Aren't you the same Tuesday, person that gave yeah. her a 10? <laughs> so Mike's my listing client. He's closing in two weeks. Ring, ring. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, Patrick. What's going on, buddy? Mike. All right. I know that we had a little bit of a problem with the survey. Um... I, I just don't. I think that we made an error. I'm really, really sorry. I know that Chris, my RP1's already talked to you about that. Yeah, got... and, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I appreciate Chris calling, but the fact that you guys screwed up when we're two weeks away from closing has my wife worried. And oh, yeah. I mean, you're married. How does it feel when your wife's worried? Well, my mentor said, happy wife, happy life. And yeah. uh, I struggle with that all the time. So <laughs> I know that we screwed up. Like literally because you had this experience, I have already changed our whole system and process around the surveys. And I don't think this is making up for it because like you guys are so awesome. I just wish this would not have happened for you. But I've already got my guy with Alliance Surveyors, Aaron. He's at the property right now getting you a brand new survey. It's costing you nothing. So right. you're okay. going to have all exactly right. what you should have had in the beginning. And I'm sorry it came to this. All right. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate the apology. You know, it takes a man to stand up and, and admit when something got screwed up. So I appreciate that. Right on. Do you think that will make Summer happy? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. You get this deal done in the time frame that we had promised her so that she can move into her new house and she'll be happy. That was literally the last hurdle. So I just talked to Adam, the uh, 
The loan's looking great. The last thing was a survey. So I know my guy Aaron's getting it done today. We'll have it tomorrow. They're going to be closed next week. So cool. Wednesday, cool. I'm going to be there with you. I may or may not have gotten Summer her favorite gift, but don't tell her that. I also have you something, too. So it'll be really cool. But we're going to have a great time on Wednesday. You'll get into the house. It'll be really, really good. I promise you that. There's no more hiccups. You good? I'm good. So I told you in the beginning we're going to be flying this plane. There's probably going to be some turbulence, but the landing is going to be smooth. I promise you. So look, on Wednesday you close. I'm unemployed. I need somebody from you as well. So I know that you have the reticular activator going off in your head and you're looking at a lot of people who are like you're just hearing buy, sell, house, home. Is there anybody else that you've come across that might need to sell their house? Well, you know, it's funny you said that because my neighbor asked me where the offer came in, how many offers we got, how good you were at negotiating them, and if I liked you or if he should go with somebody else so that we don't have two houses right next to each other with your sign on them. So I do know somebody. Wow. It sounds like your neighbor is like very, very detailed. So yeah. now look, have I taken good care of you guys? Um, you know, honestly, I, I think you have in the overall sense outside of this thing. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just still a little pissed off. That's all. I got you. What can I do to make it better? Cool. Um, I'll tell you what. I appreciate you calling me, but if you could call my wife. Of course. And say you're sorry. I'm going to call her right now. That would mean a lot. I'm going to do that right now. Can I follow up with you and let you know how it went? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely. So that's what I'll do. So okay, I don't want to cool. press too hard. So on current client updates, one of two things happen. One of two things happen. So right, two, one, and two. Number one, there's an issue, and you solve it, and you make it right. If there's an issue, normally you don't really ask, but I'm still like, I'm still going to ask. But obviously the way that was going, I still have to mend a little bit before I can go get with his neighbor, right? So I'll call Summer. I'll talk to her about whatever she needs. I'll follow back up with Mike. I'll say, hey, she's happy now. He's like, woo, you made my life a breeze. And then I would say, hey, the neighbor, can you yes. just give me an, an opportunity to see him? And then he would say yes, because I called Summer and made it right. Correct? Bingo. So you solve the problem. Or if there's no problem, and I'm like, hey, you're closing next week. It's awesome. He's like, Patrick, you're amazing. I would say, hey, look, next week when you close on Wednesday, I'm literally unemployed. I'm going to be unemployed. I got nobody else. I need you to fill yourself. You know anybody else that needs to buy or sell? You know, I took great care of you. I'll take as good of care of them. Okay, do it again real quick. Ring, ring. Hey, Patrick, it's Mike. How you doing, bud? Same role play? I'm the, I'm the realtor? Yeah, okay, hey, Mike, I'm just calling you. Everything's looking great. We're just smooth sailing, buyer's loans, ready to go. I know that you guys are all ready to get out of here next week. Wednesday is closing day, 12 o'clock. I'll be there. It's all good. How are you feeling? You know what? I'm, I'm a little stressed because everything's in boxes, and I'm trying to figure out you know, where my stuff is. But it's okay, man. I mean, it's gone exactly the way you said it was going to. And I am, I, I'm literally blown away because all of my friends told me how difficult this was going to be, how stressful it was. And I'll be honest with you, dude. Um, this has been a pretty smooth process. You know what? That makes me feel awesome. As I told you before, like being a buyer is pretty fun, but being a seller kind of sucks. And for you to tell me that it was not that sucky, I feel really good about that. Thank you, man. Oh, you you guys are awesome. So Wednesday, closing day, you guys will be done. We'll high five. It'll be awesome. I'm not leaving your life. I'm going to be your realtor for life. So you know those notes I've been giving you, the letters of the heart, what's happening. We have client parties. I want you guys to still be involved with us. Is that okay? I love it. But I'll tell you cool. what, if you deliver them to the old address after I move, I'm going to give you shit. <laughs> Come on. Now you know our systems are better than that. I already got the new address. I already got the new address there. It's all good, man. So, hey, 
Wednesday, you guys close. I'll be unemployed, literally unemployed. I need somebody else. Have you come across anybody else that needs to buy or sell that I can give this great level of service to? Dude, my next door neighbor asked me how many offers we got. I told him we sold it for over the asking price, which totally blew his mind. Nice. And I told him how awesome the experience was and the fact that your assistant was like totally on top of everything and the communication with my wife was so amazing. All she will do is talk about you. In fact, I don't know if I'm comfortable having her around you. She talks about you that much. Oh, gosh. All right. Obviously, he's giving me a slam dunk because he gave me a hard time last time. So current client updates. Number one, solve the problem. Number two, if there's no problem, you got to ask for business. Okay. That's what you have to do. So the third theme day, Wednesday, what is it? Lead tracker. You're calling all the leads. The only tactic I can give you, Rick already gave it to you, call them seven times. So the lead tracker, there's a column all the way on the right-hand column, right side, the very right-hand column. What is it? The very right side of the lead tracker. It's calls. Number of it calls. All y'all change the forms. Like, what is the number of forms? Like, where's Blake? Is he in here? I know he changes the forms all the time. Who else changes the forms on me? Ty has funny looking forms all the time. I'm like, just use the form. The number of calls is important. Because if you call them seven times, they're probably going to buy from you. Right? So when you're setting the appointment, I always set to get myself inside the house of a listing or to get a face-to-face buyer's consultation if they're a buyer. That's it. There's no role play necessary, right? Build initial contact, get them going, build a rapport, close for the appointment. The appointment is get into the house. Meet him face-to-face for the buyer's consult. It's very easy. Does anyone need role-playing around the lead tracker? You make the call with a lot of energy, with a lot of passion. Hey, my friend said you need to sell the house. That is my specialty. I'm going to take great care of you. Like, I literally come with that. And it works. Because that's the only thing I got. (laughs) Hey, the other thing, too, Patrick, is raise your hand if you have licensed team members, RP2s, RP1s, licensees. So, another little teeny tweak because every tweak can help is let's say you go three or four calls and there's no answer there's no response you're not getting anything back um do a turnover anybody know what a turnover is nobody go ahead sasha pass it back so i've taken four leads or i've taken i've taken a lead and i've made four calls nothing right you're the lead i can't get you to respond i text email call i hand it over to patrick go get her now it's a different person. It's a different vibe. Um, I like to pass from male to female because sometimes they just don't want to talk to me. They don't want to talk to a guy. But so good tactic for Wednesdays. You write it down. T-O. T-O. Turnover. T-O. So after you call them four or five times, then you give it to another person. Maybe opposite sex, as Mike is telling you. Ty's got a question. Yeah. Hey, could you guys role play with like your RP2 and like how they're struggling to make the call, converting the leads, and so you're coaching them the dialogue that they need. Yep, we got role plays for team members and stuff like that. It's coming up. So. Well, you just want to. I'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're gonna hit it. So I just want to go in order of the theme days real quick. Thursday, what is it? Past clients. Top favorite people, letter of the week call. So there's some elements to it. And I think how many people call all their past clients all the time? I do not. I call about 40% of them all the time. And there's 60% that I'm like, I don't know if we did a good job. I don't really know if they like me. I don't really, are they going to, What? I wonder what they're going to do when I call. Like, do you ever do that? I wonder what they're going to say when I call. I wonder how they're feeling. And then I think about it and then I just never make the call like I'm an idiot. So you just got to make the call. So step one, yes. 
If you can get your team to this point, then you're a master. You ready? Ring, ring. Hello. Patrick, it's Mike Ward. How you doing, brother? Hey, Mike. What's going on? Hey, man. It's, listen, it's been six months since we closed on your house, and I just wanted to check in with you. Did you guys ever do that pool in the backyard? Man, I got some quotes from this, you know, Keith Czar pool company, and it's, you know, they gave me all this, I don't know, like $92,000. I'm like just baiting Ooh. if it's even worth it. I don't know. So we haven't done anything yet, but Holy. I've gotten a couple quotes. So let me get this straight. Eric and the kids do not have a pool because you don't want to spend 92000 You make over a million dollars a year. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, all I guess right. so. I'm a little all conservative, right. you know hey, me. Hey, man, you've got your priorities. I've got mine. Let me ask you a question, though. In your experience with my team, how did my team take care of you? How was the process? Or actually, better yet, Patrick, is there anything that my team could have done different or better through the process when you bought your home? Man, I think it was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, no complaints at all. I don't, I don't really know what you guys could do better. I guess... You know, when we got into the house, it was like, my wife was a little bit struggling, like setting up the bills, like who to call. And we had to like do a little research there. Yeah. So she's a little frustrated yeah. with that. And then we were calling the wrong, I don't know. It was like setting up all that stuff. Was just like, a headache like for the her. utilities yeah. and, and do you guys have dish or cable? Uh, I think that, uh, I don't know. She does all that stuff. So we have the cable, the, the U-verse, AT&T That's is what great, she got. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, that is a great point. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to my team and I'm going to have them come up with a list of utility providers for the different areas and neighborhoods. Would it be okay with you if I sent that over to you and you kind of gave it to your wife? Let, let Erica look it over and then have her call me and critique it a little bit. Maybe we can make some changes so that in the future, none of my future clients have this issue. Oh, yeah. Well, that's huge, man. Awesome, brother. I love well, how you're always trying to improve your business. That's awesome, man. I like it. Thank you. It's, you know, it's, it's who we are, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you do the same thing with your business. I do it with mine. We can always get better. Hey, can you do me a favor? Of course I can. Can you keep your ears open for anybody that might be looking to buy in your neighborhood or sell in your neighborhood in particular? I mean, anybody in the area. But, man, you know I love selling in Carriage House. Of course. I'll keep my ear to the ground for you. Well, I'll tell you what. If you can get me somebody, especially by year year end, I've got a coach with that coaching company I talked to you about. He challenged me to get one referral from each of my ten Top client, top pass clients, and you are one of them. So, oh, wow. all right, brother, I'll tell you what. I'm going to shoot that list over to you um, sometime tomorrow. I'll have Stephanie get it to you. You get it to Erica, and then tell her next week or so we'll get together. Nice. I hear six steps on a pass client. Six steps, right? One through six. Number one, identify yourself. So sometimes I've called some people from a long time ago, and I haven't talked to them for like two years. And I'm like, hey, it's Patrick. And they're like, huh? Who? So I got to identify myself like, hey, it's Patrick Conway, your realtor from two years ago. So step number two is you can apologize for sucking. Hey, it's been six months. It's been two years. Wow, it's been four years. I'm an idiot. I haven't really called you. Number three. So step one, identify yourself in detail. Step two, apologize. Number three is give them a whole bunch of honor. Ask about the house. Give the house some honor. He did a really good job asking, are you doing the pool? Give them honor. He gave me some honor throughout the process saying I was a top 10 past client of all time. So give him honor. Number four, he asked me for business. You got to ask for business. Number five, I'm sorry, I'm giving you out of order. Number four is bring the value. Number five is ask for business. So once you can figure out how you can be a value to them, so he's, he's understanding that he wants to change his process, figure out the utility providers. I'm like blown away by that because he's always trying to improve his business. I see a little value there. That's pretty cool. So as soon as he's a value, then you can ask. And then after the ask, 
follow up. Go back to the fuzzy, like Emily said. I think that's perfect. Cool. So that's the past client call. Let's do it at the table. Same exact partner. Long hair can be the client. Short hair can be the realtor. Go through that whole six steps of calling the past client. All right, so raise, raise your hand if your partner was amazing. The same so you people. can raise it up. Like, okay, tell, stand, tell me why. Provided lots and lots of value. That's why they were amazing. Raise your hand if your partner could have done a lot better. Dallin. Dallin, why? There you go. He didn't call me enough. He didn't call enough. Uh, uh, he didn't give me enough honor. Looking for a little bit more honor. So write that down. Past clients want lots of honor. How could you do better? I threw him a curve and, and told him he hadn't called me in five years, and it totally changed his whole feel, but he, he did rally. But. That would never happen. Now, look, that's perfect to do that as you're role-playing because you don't know what you're going to get. Right, So the more times that you practice those one-off situations, it have to be the same way every time. It's good to be thrown for a loop. You have to be a little bit off the cup and know where to go, depending on where your client is taking you. So good job. So, Dan, that's, that's when we did the role play about him calling the client, the current client, he had no expectation of what I was going to say. And had I been playing nice, I would have been like, hey, Patrick, it's the second role play is what you would have expected. He had no idea that I was going to be the, the disgruntled current client. But if you sell homes, you get disgruntled current clients. You have to practice. It's great that you threw him off. You're playing a game. But the more you do it to him, the more your partners or your RP2s or the more you do it to them, the, the faster, the better... You know, it's if you watch a major league sport, if you're in a town that has football, baseball, what do the athletes do an hour before the actual game? They warm up. So if you go to the baseball field, the team comes out, takes batting practice. They, they do fielding. They practice in a safe environment with themselves so that when it happens in the game, they're ready for it. Patrick, you want to do another one? This yep. is so, so much fun, dude. How like just Christmas. referred me to Mike. How just referred me to Mike. Mike might be selling his house. Ring, ring. Hi, this is Mike. Hey, Mike. This is Patrick Conway. My buddy Hal wanted me to give you a call. He said you might be interested in selling your house. Is that the case? Um, yeah, actually. I am thinking about selling my house and... How give you? Okay, cool, cool. Awesome. Yeah? So it sounds like he did not give you a heads up. That's just like him running around all crazy. That is all the so time. how. All right, all right. So I got to tell you, selling houses is my specialty. So I'm looking forward to helping you guys out. How do you know how? So we used to play rugby together. No way. Yeah. I cannot imagine that he would play rugby. I Dude. just think that I would crush him in rugby. It's funny that he played rugby. <laughs> Me and him played tennis all the time. He runs up underneath everybody's legs. I can see that. I can see that. So you're a rugby player. Yep. Right Hard to tackle now. that kid. <laughs> That's awesome. He's a great guy. How long have you known him? Um, three years. Three years or so. Yeah. 
So I'm really trying to get involved in tennis because my wife's all about tennis, and he's like a phenomenal tennis player, and he's teaching me so I can actually go out and do something with my wife. And I just, I've been wanting to quit so much. And I don't know how he does it, but he like encourages me to stay with it. And now I'm to the point that I can actually volley and play with my wife. And he's like, the guy has like blown me away. I love him. Yeah, he, he's, he do that he's stuff very to supportive, man. He's, I'll tell you, because I'm not a really good rugby player. <laughs> every time he's like, you're doing great. And I, I love the pot. He's so positive. Right on, man. Well, I really trust Hal. You trust Hal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With my kid. I mean, he could with my family. Wow. That's big time. Yeah. Well, if I trust Hal and you trust Hal, I would assume that we can trust each other. Do you agree? Um, yeah, I mean, you and I need to spend a little time together. But, yeah, if, if you're that close with him, cool. I could see it. Well, we're definitely going to be spending some time together because I'm looking forward to selling your house. Is this the first house that you're ever going to sell? <laughs> no, we, we bought this house three years ago, and we sold the house right before it. Okay. It miserable. How come you're not going back to the realtor you used? Absolutely miserable experience. Man, I'd love to say that's the first time I ever heard it. But did you know 70% of the time I get the feedback that the real estate experience is horrible? They didn't call me. Ah. They didn't even return my text. They said that I would sell it in 30 days and it took 300. I mean, I hear this stuff all the time. It's ridiculous. When you come with me and I list your house, you're going to get unbelievable communication. I'm going to say exactly what I'm doing all the time and I'm going to do exactly what I say and I'm going to take excellent care of you. And that situation that you experience with your realtor is not going to happen with me. So look. There's no obligation at all. What I want to do is come meet with you and your wife. How tells me your house is amazing. I'm just looking so much forward to looking at it and checking it out. But I just want to sit down, see if there's a good quality match, see if I can help you out and put the best game plan together possible. Is that okay? Yeah, that sounds fine. Cool. Let's meet on Friday. So, triangle for trust, step one. (laughs) What? Nothing. What happened? What do you do? We just ended. I thought totally. That was it. It, it felt like there was no completion. That's all. Raise your hand Assume if you the felt sale. there was no completion. I said he's going to go on Friday. He's closed. You've got to get in there and close them. He's done. He's already ready. He's going. We'll meet on Friday. Yes, we'll meet on Friday. I'll be there. My time. Wait for me. I'll be there between eight and twelve. No. Come on. I had him. He was in. Was he in? Was he done? Was he like, where do I sign? He was done. Now look, here's how you do it. Triangle for trust. And step one, the triangle for trust. Did I build up how? Did I ask him how he knew how? Did I connect the triangle? A lot of times like, oh, how's so great. Oh, I think how's great too. And you forget to close the triangle. How'd I close it? It was not awkward. I literally said, so you must trust how. And he said, I do. And I said, I do too. So we can assume we trust each other. How's that awkward? It's awkward because you don't practice it. Well, you don't practice enough. I didn't feel I was very comfortable. That's perfect, though. That's the awkwardness is part of the. If we did it perfectly, there's nothing to learn. True. And it has to be awkward. It has to be unique. It has to be you. And this is how. Uh, this is how. <laughs> this is how. <laughs> this is how. How. So this is how you get better. This is how you. Practice. So I can make it less awkward. I'm looking for the it. criticism. That's good. The so. way the way you closed it was you said that how trust you and I trust no. how you trust how with your kids. Bingo. So I asked, do you think that we can tr- trust each other? Bingo. You said yes. I'm in at that point. As long as you build the trust, you're in. But you got to close that triangle a little bit better with the referral partner. And I literally try to get them since you trust how and I trust how. I think we can trust each other, don't you think? And as soon as they say yes, that's it. Yeah. 
Push the envelope a little bit. But it's uncomfortable in a good way. But it's it's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, so but Mark, uncomfortable Mark in a good way. Who's it uncomfortable for? Right, that was uncomfortable for you guys. Honestly, it's not uncomfortable for me because I'm pretty good at closing the triangle. But it's usually uncomfortable for the customer. A little uncomfortable for the customer. They don't know who I am. They're like, well, I guess I okay, yeah, I trust you. I mean, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get them through that barrier of trust because they don't know who you are. So that's well, fine. Well, they're, they're not so look, used to this, I just right? want to give you the steps. Step one, close the triangle. Close the triangle. I gave you a step on that. It's a little awkward. Yes, when you practice, it becomes less awkward. Step one, close the triangle. What's step two? Did I instill some fear? I gave him some fear. What's the fear? 70% of the people have that experience. So I asked them about the experience, why they're not using the other agent. They suck. Oh, my gosh. I wish that's the first time I heard it. Most of them suck. With me, it's not going to suck. So you overcome that fear. Right? So in step two, create the fear and overcome it. Create the fear, overcome it. Write it down. Step three, what did I do? Just so I can walk over that little bar. Hey, there's no obligation. Let's get together. See if there's a good game plan we can put together. Lower the bar. No obligation. I'll just come by. I'm looking forward to seeing your house. I don't sign anything. I'll set the appointment for Friday. Soften the ask by lowering the bar. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. So that's how Love we it. close the lead. Yeah. That's how you close the lead. Triangle for trust. Instill the fear. Overcome it. And lower the bar. You have you have a need, and you have a fear. I'm going to address the need. I'm going to address the fear. And it's free. How could you pass this up? Because what's his number one objective? He gave it to you about five or ten minutes ago on a listing appointment. Get in the house. into that house. I'm in front right? of him. I'm winning. If, if he can, and, and honestly, I probably would have him list even if I were a real estate agent because I don't want to handle my own transaction and I like him. Yeah. Right? You guys are all personable. You had a question in the back. Yeah, do you always need to create fear? Do you always need to create fear? Now look, very rare does that happen, but a lot of times we'll have to go through the whole script. Sometimes it's like, when they're sold, you can stop. Be like, cool, let's set the appointment. If I call you, I'll be like, oh yeah, how told me you were calling? When do you want to come over? Tomorrow. All right, let's do it. Patrick. Like, you don't have to go through the whole thing. If they're, once they're sold, stop and sell them. Let them buy. Patrick, ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Patrick. Mike Wood. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, listen, you told me last week that you and Eric are thinking about selling the house. And I don't want to take this as a casual, hey, come over and list my house, right? I, okay. I really want to take time and attention and pay attention to your needs. And I want to show you that I'm a true professional. My team sells over 25 houses a month and I want to take excellent care of you. So let me ask you, in your last transaction, I know it was before you and I met and became such great friends. Was there something in the transaction that either you or Erica just didn't care for? Man, there was a couple promises um, throughout the inspection you just know, we bought this older house and just, it was just like, just the, give me one. The inspection did not go the way the that inspection Erica didn't go the way Erica wanted. Listen, yeah. what if I have Erica attend the inspection with me and I've only I've got my contractor and we're also going to have the building inspector so that if the inspector sees something, the contractor's there to address it. Would that be OK? Be awesome. you? She would love that. Cool. That's the biggest fear she's got. Okay, so that, that's as quickly and as easily and as fast as, as you can do it. Don't ever take database, friends, family for granted. They always get professional listing presentations and they always get at, at least a fear-based close. And it doesn't have to be, well, you can hope and pray that the other agent's going to do it because you're not competing. But let them know you're a professional and you're going to take care of them. Ty, please. Yeah.
Say it again. Like, what if Mike doesn't trust Hal? And you're like, hey, do you trust Hal? I was like, no, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> then, then the answer is, hey, Ty, 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 you, you are the one and you don't trust Hal? He gave you my name and number. You called me and you don't trust him. There you go. You no, know, no, honestly. He, well, you- ga- he gave you my name and number as a real estate agent. So he referred you to me. And I'm going to use the triangle, yeah. right? Okay. But you don't trust him, yeah. right? Okay, so, well, do you trust how? No. Neither do I. <laughs> All right, so how are you going to go with it? Okay, so if you don't trust how, how are we going to use the same clothes? I don't trust how. If you don't trust how, we'll both trust how together. There you go. Now look, that's yeah. probably the quality of the lead coming him. in should be better. We'll right? trust, we don't trust them together. So listen, guys, we have seven minutes left, and we want to be extremely respectful of your time so that you can get some. Hey, listen. Time. What? So we're talking while you were talking. Oh, I thought you were shutting me up. No. We, we would appreciate it if you could take a second and do the surveys. The surveys are now done through the scans. They're not done through paper. <clears throat> and are you getting value from our class? Yeah. I would appreciate a five on the survey. If you can't give it to me, come up here and tell me why. I will change it because we still have seven minutes left. And I've got the gold, the gold, the greatest role play of all time that I've been practicing that's making me a ton of money. There so is, do the survey. I'm going to give you a minute is, to do is, that. There is one more. And it is pure money because it is dealing with referral sources and how you program them. I'm made give, me a I'm ton gonna, of money. It's like I'm I wish I was doing taste. this a long time ago. I'm going to give you that, and then we're going to do some situational plays. The last one is worth it. If you guys need the QR code, it's on the back of your... Now, these codes go in, auto, the, the surveys are automatically recognized. So, how's going to tell us if we're below a five? If we're below a five, we're not going to give it. If we get know, a five, we'll gold. be there. To get it, you got to punch a five, and then you'll and get we, the best one that's changed my life. all of you. Increase in leads, increase in conversion. It's unbelievable. It's the greatest thing. Zach already knows what it is. He's like, I know what it is. I'm teaching Zach right now. I'm coaching him. He's like, I already got it. Yes, ma'am. Eric, what's your question? Yep, we're going to do that. I'm going to give you the gold standard, and then we still have minutes to do some situational role plays with you. This is it. This has changed my life. I've struggled with CCRs. How many people struggle with CCRs? I close over 25 deals a month, and I've been averaging three. Pathetic. That's like, how can I say I have a great level of service if they're not referring me during the process? That's ridiculous. So I'm either crappy service, which I think I'm a little bit better than crappy, or I'm just not even asking or setting the expectation. This changed it. The last three months, I've had 13 or more. This one thing, unbelievable, but it's changed the mindset that I've got. So here's what I do at a listing appointment. So I go through my whole thing. Mike's feeling it. I overcame all the objections. There's nothing left. He's good. I'm literally like, can I be your listing agent? He says yes, and I slide the listing agreement over, and you're signing it. Boom, there you go. Mike, I really appreciate it. Now I've got two jobs. I've got two jobs. My number one job is to sell your house for top dollar based on the game plan that we just talked about. I love it. My number two job is to find people just like you in summer that need to buy or sell. Throughout this process, help me focus on my number one job, which is you guys, by assisting me with number two. This form right here is a we need your help, two referrals form. Throughout this process, I expect you to give me the name of two people who need to buy or sell. It sounds challenging, right? It's not. I just had twins in my life two years ago, and I was driving my cool, fast car, and then I bought an Expedition. 
And everyone that week in town must have bought an expedition. I see them all over the place. Have you ever had that experience happen to you? It's a reticular activator that goes off in your brain. So now that you're listing your house with me, you're going to hear house and home and mortgage and buy and sell all over the place. And your number one job to help me with my number two job is to give me those two names that I can help. And when you do that, I can focus more on my number one job to take excellent care of you in summer. Cool. Deal? Deal. Cool. How was that? That's it. So now what that's done is set the expectation and it allows me to ask every single Tuesday I can bring it up. Hey, remember the commitment that we made on the We Need Your Help 2 referrals form? Have you found anybody? So it just allows me to ask. It sets the expectation that I'm going to be asking and they've already committed to giving me the two names. And I love it by saying I got two jobs. My number one job's you, but I got that secondary job. Help me with it. And all of them say yes. And I've been doing this for the last three months on every single appointment, buyers and sellers. Buyers would be, hey, my number one job is to identify, help you find that house, beat them up in the negotiations. It's going to be great, but my number two job is to find other buyers and sellers like you. It's the same exact thing. It's just flipped to the buyer side, right? And I slide the form in front of them. I swear 50% of the time they already put a name on the form. It's blown me up. Did they ever tell you on Tuesday when you called, you still haven't done your number one job, have I not done my number one job? I've never had it. Never had it. Hey, my house isn't sold yet. You haven't done your number one job. I haven't had it. If I had that, I'd be like, I'm really focused on it. Help me focus on it more by filling the number two job. <laughs> Maybe one of those buyers that you send me will buy your house. It's my number one passion to help you out. The other, the other thing you can do, and this hit me yesterday in a different class, was Patrick is my CPA. Uh, Patrick, hey, this is Mike Ward. I, listen, man, I really appreciate the effort you're taking to try to get me some business. Let me ask you, when somebody says they want to buy or sell a home, what does the conversation sound like? What do you tell them? How do you refer me? Write that down. All of the referral partners that you refer, all of the vendors that you have, you literally have to invite them to coffee. So I would take my VIP list or any vendors that you refer between now and the end of the year. You have to invite them for a coffee. The sole purpose is what? The sole purpose is what? To coach them on how to refer you. So you literally do a role play with them like, hey, if somebody came in there and they had a home to sell and you're trying to refer me, how would you do it? Can you do it like this? And then you can literally practice role playing with your vendor partner. So to coach them on how to refer you. That's gold, right? Now, that's what you're getting that, at. That's perfect. Now, let me give you one more. What if I have RP2 or RP1 that don't know how to ask for referrals? How do I coach them? It's role play. And that's exactly it. So, my RP1 makes a status update call on a Tuesday. And I just want to let you know, I'm out of the office. Don't give me a hard time. My RP1 is talking to a current client. And the current client says... One of the trigger words, which is, wow, that's amazing. You guys are great. If you did this, it would be better. Boom, boom. Thank you so much. Do you know of anybody else that we could help, that we could provide this level of service to? There there is no standard script. Tactic, that was one of the questions on how to get the staff involved. So the tactic is every daily team meeting, random role play with an RP1. Or, and what you'll do is give them the trigger word. So from your concierge, get the trigger words that Jay Fletch made up so graciously. And then you'll just have the trigger word there and you'll say, wow, the photos look really nice. And then the RP1 should be reply. Hey, who else do you know that needs to sell their home that would really like photos like this? To really get and them you involved. you role play it. We did a, um, two weeks ago, we did a one week 
where I said, whoever does the most role plays with other team members, don't care what it's on, gets a $50 Visa gift card. And the whole reason is I want to encourage a trusting environment where it's safe for me to practice because I have to practice because practice is the only way I get better. And throwing curveballs at each other and critiquing each other makes everyone better. And practice with a little purpose and enthusiasm. If you had a specific thing that you want to run by us, come up here. But I appreciate you very Thank much. You guys. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Listening to the Core's Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two day business building summits, call 1 800 660 6670 or find us on the web at www.thecoretraining.com.